from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason D'Antonio! Yeah! Hey, thank you! Oh, what a group! Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, look at that group! Thank you so much! You're too kind! Oh, what a heartfelt welcome! Oh, yes! Thank you! Oh, welcome! Yes, indeed! Well, we welcome you to another edition of the Queen's New Yorker right here on YouTube. It is number episode 63 on this Thursday, March 12th, 2020. And I am so happy to be with you here. I am, of course, Jason DeCanio. My announcer is Jason Kelly. And Nick Jones, of course, is our music man of the day. We are here to give you all the scoop and scope of historic places, parks and recreation in our next phase of the Queens, New Yorker. We gave you the history of all the neighborhoods. We scratched one surface. Now we're in another phase. We're like in the phase two of our look through the neighborhoods. And today, well, we picked a neighborhood that has so much it's going to be pretty much like Douglaston and Little Neck, you know, for that matter. Today, we're going to be looking at a place that goes all the way back to 1939 and also, for that matter, was part of the World's Fair in 39 and 64, has a baseball field, city field, what used to be Shea Stadium and now City Field, home to the New York Mets, has a tennis stadium, a beautiful park with a zoo, and a whole bunch of other stuff. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Flushing Meadows Corona Park, and that's where we're going to be today in this first of maybe a one or two or three-part series, depending on how far we get. So we'll be looking at that right on uh, on this episode but first we have some unfinished business to do because we have to look at our dashboard because it tells the story once again you subs are coming through and you should be proud of yourselves uh the episode for Uldal's cove part two the last episode 27 views four comments four likes and two dislikes okay and then Part one, 44, 24 comments, seven likes and three dislikes. My uh, fi- my 2,500 uh, view, thank you, episode now still has 30 views, six comments, nine likes, and four dislikes. But here's another great fact. You guys now have upped the watch time minutes. We were in the close to 1900 we are now as of to date to date 2016 
watch minutes. <laughs> and from December here to March, 1259 almost up. <laughs> that is a lot, folks. 2016 minus 1259 means 757, an increase of 757. And total views, 2,872, which means we're getting close to 3,000. And our subscriber list went up. Oh, yeah. From last episode to this episode, we gained more subscribers, too. And we have now a running total of 437 subs. All the great statistics. Give yourself a round of applause for it. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. See? They love it. They know. They know. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. Now that it, now that you got it out of your, you know, now, now that you got it out of your system and everything, well, let's move now to the meat and bones of the business here of the episode. It's time for Flushing Meadows Corona Park. Part one. Flushing Meadows Corona Park, often referred to as Flushing Meadows Park or just simply Flushing Meadows. It's a public park in the northern part of Queens. It is bounded by I-678, which is the Van Wyck Expressway on the east, Grand Central Parkway on the west, Flushing Bay on the north, and Union Turnpike on the south. Flushing Meadows Corona Park is the fourth largest public park in New York City with a total of 897 acres. It's a lot. The site of the park was once geologically part of the Hudson River, starting in the first decade of the 20th century. It was used as a dumping grounds for ashes, since at the time, the land was so far away from the developed parts of New York City as to be considered almost worthless. But New York City Parks Commissioner Robert Moses (laughs) first conceived the idea of developing a large park in Flushing Meadow in the 1920s as part of a system of parks across eastern Queens. Flushing Meadows Corona Park was created as the site of the new 1939 New York World's Fair and also hosted the 64 World's Fair as well. But following the 64 Fair, the park fell into disrepair, and although some improvements have taken place since the 90s and the 2000s. Now, Flushing Meadows Corona Park retains much of the layout from the 39 World's Fair. Its attractions include the USTA Billie Jean King National Tennis Center, the center venue for the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament, City Field, which is the home of the New York Mets baseball team, the New York Hall of Science, the Queens Museum of Art, the Queens Theater in the park, the Queens Zoo, the Unisphere, and the New York State Pavilion. It formerly contained Shea Stadium, which was demolished in 2009, the Flushing River, runs right through the park, and two large lakes called Meadow and Willow Lakes take up as much of the park's area south of the Long Island Expressway. Flushing Meadows is owned and maintained by the New York City Department of Parks and Recreation, also known as NYC Parks. But private nonprofit groups such as the Flushing Meadows Corona Park Conservancy and the Alliance for Flushing Meadows Corona Park provide additional funds, services, and support. The park is at the eastern edge of the area encompassed by Queens Community Board Number 4. 
The park is named after the nearby neighborhoods of Flushing and Corona, which are separated by the park. The name Flushing is a corruption of the port town of Villingsen in the Netherlands. And by the 19th century, the word Flushing had become associated with a cleansing by rushing water. Corona was added to the name during the 64 New York World's Fair. Now, during at least three glacial periods, including the Wisconsin Glacier around 20,000 years ago, ice sheets advanced south across North America, carving moraines, valleys, and hills. In particular, bays and estuaries were formed along the north shore of Long Island. And during glaciation, what is now Flushing Meadows Park was formed just north of the terminal moraine that runs across Long Island, which consisted of sand, gravel, clay, and boulders. The moraine created a drainage divide with the rivers north of the moraine, such as the future Flushing River emptying into the North Shore. The Flushing Meadows site became a glacial lake and then a salt marsh after the ice melted. Prior to glaciation, the Flushing River Valley was used by the Hudson River to drain southward into the Atlantic Ocean. Through the 19th century, the site continued to consist of wetlands straddling Flushing River. Species inhabiting the site included waterfowl and fiddler crab, with fish using water pools for spawning. The area was first settled by Algonquin Native Americans of Long Island, referred to erroneously as Matencocks. They consisted of the Carnarcy and Rockaway Lenape groups, which inhabited coastal wetlands across Queens and Brooklyn. Beginning in 1640, Dutch settlers moved into the area, establishing the town of Newtown to the west of the site, which would become Elmhurst, Corona, and other areas in western Queens, and the town of Flushing to the east. The meadows became known as the Corona Meadows, and by 1666, the Native American population had been displaced from the Flushing, Flushing Meadows site by European settlers, although a deed reserved the right to hunt on the land for the Native Americans. Several wealthy landowners began building farmhouses on the site in the mid to late 17th century. The meadows provided numerous natural resources for settlers, including timber, water, fertile soil, and grass and hay for grazing domestic animals. During the American Revolution, a farmhouse on the site of the modern World's Fair Marina was used as a headquarters for British forces. By the 1800s, primitive roads were established crossing the meadows, running along what are now Northern Boulevard and the Long Island Expressway. Several railroads were also laid through the site, including the lines of the Flushing and Northside Railroad, today's LIRR Port Washington branch and the defunct Whitestone branch. Shortly after the American Civil War, the Meadows became a waterfront resort due to its natural beauty and affluent New Yorkers constructed homes in the area. British saloon keeper Harry Hill built the Flushing Bay Hotel and Pavilion on the future marina site. Around 1907, contractor Michael Degon, whose firm constructed the Williamsburg Bridge, the Cape Cod Canal, and the Steinway Subway Tunnel, used by today's seven trains, purchased large tracts of marsh near Flushing Creek. And at the time, the land was considered all but worthless. Degnon envisioned using the site to create a large industrial port around Flushing Bay, similar to a terminal he developed in Long Island City. 
1911, Degnan had created a plan along with the United States Department of War and the Queen's Topographical Bureau. The plan envisioned widening Flushing River and creating docks for ships with numerous factories and freight facilities. Meanwhile, the residential areas of Corona were expected to become the primary residence for factory workers. To create the port, Beginning in 1910, Degnong proceeded to fill the land using household coal refuse ashes and street sweepings from Brooklyn. Degnong set up two companies of his own, one of which was contracted with the New York City Department of Sanitation. He also contracted the Brooklyn Ash Removal Company, owned by a member of the corrupt Tammany Hill political machine. Residential ash was collected via trolleys, of the Brooklyn Rapid Transit Company and loaded on the freight trains which traveled via the Long Island Railroad branches or other trolleys which hauled the refuse to Corona. The operation was referred to as a citywide refuse conveyor belt, while the trains were nicknamed the Talcum Powder Express because they often ran uncovered and deposited soot onto the surroundings. The northern end of the site was filled via now conventional means using dirt pumped from Flushing Bay which was being dredged to a lower depth. Material from the bay was extracted by an offshore hydraulic hydraulic machine and funneled through a 1,500-foot pipe across the northern boulevard before being deposited onto the wetlands. The filling for the North Meadow was complete in 1916. The prospect of creating a port which halted in 1917 by material restrictions caused by World War I and the lack of federal support for the project Industrial activities in the borough were fulfilled by existing terminals in Long Island City, Maspeth, Flushing, and College Point. Dumping of ash into the meadows continued, however, fueled by the increased use of garbage incinerators in the city. The area became known as the Corona Dump or Corona Ash Dumps. During nearly 30 years of filling, around 50 million cubic yards of ash and waste were dumped onto the meadows site. One particular amount of ash rose 90 feet. <laughs> and was called Mount Corona. Other mounds rose 40 to 50 feet high. The average thickness of the ash was 30 feet. The dumps drew the ear of local residents due to strong odors and being deemed unsightly, along with increasing rat infestations in the local neighborhoods. Much of the street sweepings collected consisted of horse manure from horse-drawn carriages. In addition, many residents simply threw out normal garbage along with the coal ashes. The meadows were also considered one of the worst breeding grounds for mosquitoes in the city. The dump was famously characterized as a valley of ashes in F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby. Fitzgerald, meanwhile, described the Flushing River, now polluted from the dumps, as a small, foul river. The dumps and garbage trains were accused of facilitating a polio outbreak in Corona in 1916, and the Brooklyn Ash Removal Company was brought to court by local residents in 1923 for a violation of the sanitary code due to the smoke emitted from the dumps. As a minor concession, the company opened the Corona Park Golf and Country Club in 1931 on a tract near Nassau Boulevard, today's Long Island Expressway. And that'll do it for part one of Flushing Meadows Corona Park. Saturday, when we come up to episode 64, we're going to look at park planning and the world's fairs in part two. And then if we get to part three, if uh, if my views allow me to go to part three, we'll do post-war uh, world's fairs, early 24th century and 
and so on and so forth. But we hope you enjoyed part one of this great park in Flushing. Remember, friends, thank you for all your continued support. Give me a thumbs up. Says I'm doing a great job. Tells me that you are liking what you are listening to with great pictures. If you give me a thumbs down, please comment. Comment, comment, comment. Leave some great comments. Give me some feedback. Love to hear from all 437 of you. That would be great. Flood the comment section, please. We would really like to hear from you. And remember, friends, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. And do not, do not be a nut monkey. (laughs) We'll see you the next time on the Queens New Yorker right here on YouTube. I'm Jason DiCanio. Bye-bye. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support.
Thank you.